This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Prove It second half starts today against the Miami Marlins for the 44 and 44 Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, that's right. If you say you want to make the playoffs, prove it. If you say you're better than the Marlins, prove it. And for me, right here on the Pie Talk for Breakfast podcast, we'll discuss a few of the things that are going to get them to prove it for the second half and hopefully a playoff chance. In the air to left field, going back on it. It is gone! Kevin Franzen sends everybody home. Ball there. Coming down. down. What up? And welcome to another episode of Pie Tar for Breakfast. This is a non-interview. That is right, non-interview Pie Tar for Breakfast podcast. Why? Because the second half starts today. Well, technically it started seven games ago, but, or six games ago, whatever the math is, 44 and 44, that is where the Philadelphia Phillies stand, right after the All-Star break, which the All-Star break was great for myself, for the others. Here's the thing. JT Realmuto, he might have found something in that All-Star game, shooting uh, Soto from the Tigers to right center field for a homer. Yeah, he waffled that ball. And Zach Wheeler coming in the bottom or top of the ninth with two outs just to go one, two, three. Good morning, good afternoon, good night to Matt Olson of the Oakland Athletics. It was a special, special all-star game and home run derby. I hope everybody got to enjoy it. I know myself, Kevin Franzen, at Kevin Franzen on Twitter, absolutely enjoyed every moment of it. And I needed that because the last couple of weeks has been starting to trend upward for the Philadelphia Phillies. And when you look at, I think, more than anything, the Padres series at home and winning that, and then getting blown out on that Sunday game. To, to They're going for the sweep, and they get blown out. They play terrible. But guess what? They show up in Chicago the next night, and they start to play with a sense of urgency. And the Philadelphia Phillies, to me, showed something there. I feel like when you leave a series, and it is not the best taste in your mouth, especially that Sunday game against the Padres, it, it might fester over when you – if you're playing at home, maybe not. When you're playing on the road, absolutely, because that's a long plane flight. It doesn't matter how short it is. It's a, it's still a long plane flight. And these boys came out, and they were ready to roll. And that, to me, said something that was different. And taking three of four in Chicago, going to Boston, taking on the best team in the AL. That is right, the best team in the AL. And winning a series from there after, after, just an absolute just disaster on Friday night. So you hit Saturday, you you, you the Sunday hits with the the COVID stuff and and Alec Bohm, Aaron Nola, your starting pitcher that day, and you're wondering, ah, here here goes the woe is me from this team. Here it goes because that's what we've seen in the past. But guess what? They didn't. They didn't do that. 
This team came out, and Brandon Kinsler gave an inning and a third. He did give up a home run. Great. Who cares? He looks so, so much better right now. Sinker slider right now. Just the, the, the ability to hit the inside corner against the lefty. Not plate, but he's hitting corner with 93, 94 mile an hour sink. That started the whole thing off. Christopher Sanchez coming in. I mean, you, basically, they used the opener. We all know that. Christopher Sanchez came in and and, and did a fantastic job for the young lefty. Um, for me, I thought to be one of the most special performances of the weekend, yet he got trumped by Ranger Suarez. And what Ranger Suarez has done just throughout the season, doesn't matter about the closing part yet. It is what he has done consistently throughout the season to me was as special as anything you're going to have. And then to go two and a third innings to close it out and to go through in the bottom of the ninth in a one-run game, to go through Xander Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, Raphael Devers, to get the save. That, to me, uh, I mean, I I was speechless. For the first time, it felt like, for the first time, I felt like I that, that whole um, adrenaline rush you get as a fan paid off. There was no letdown that we've had so many of in the last few years. And to see the strikeout looking on, on Martinez, see the strikeout looking on Xander Bogarts, and to get the high chopper, short hop, great play, backhanded play by Reese Hoskins right there. I'm not saying that, oh, man, we're champs after that. No, that just was different, though. It was different. And I hope the boys come back refreshed. I hope they come back with you know clarity. But I hope they come back with that sense of excitement like, fellas, we can do this. We have done it in the last few weeks. We know we can roll. We know the offense can go. And guess what? If you have a bullpen that can snowball in the other way, in a positive, it's a great thing. Once guys start getting their roles, start figuring out this is what we're going to do because guess what? Everyone wants to blame Joe Girardi for put. Joe Girardi's tried everything. Joe Girardi has tried everything with that bullpen. It is the bullpen's job to prove why they need to be in certain roles and this and that. And guess what? They start. They're starting to. Archie Bradley touched ninety-seven three times in Boston. We have not seen that all year. Archie Bradley throwing 95 to 97 is a game changer. Archie Bradley 92 to 94 is not a game changer. Archie Bradley 90, I'll even go further, 94 to 97 is a game changer. And now you have another piece. And Jose Alvarado, if he could find the strike zone and and do all that, make them beat you with the hit, that's fine. Hector Neris getting... His opportunities in so many situations now that are way less stress-free, and he's doing it. So I think 
we are starting to see a complete difference in this team. But, again, it is a prove it. Prove it to me. Prove it to us. Prove it to the fans that you want to make the playoffs. The fans, the broadcasters, everybody wants to make the playoffs. I know the players do. But guess what? We've wanted to for a long time. You've wanted to for a long time as well. You have to prove it. The whole second half, prove it. If you want to overtake the Mets, prove it. If you want, if you actually want to make the playoffs, you have to beat the Marlins. So prove it. Five and four. Actually, I should take back. I'll say it from the, the Phillies perspective. Four and five are the Phillies against the Marlins again this year. Four and five. Not ideal, but again, like you can't sit there and say, oh, the Marlins are terrible. The Marlins are not terrible. Not when they have pitching like they do. Not when you have Sandy Alcantara and, and, and Pablo Lopez, Trevor Rogers. You don't have any breathing room, really, with those guys. It's a fantastic pitching rotation. The pen gives you so many different looks that it's going to give you trouble. And there are, you know, they're a decent team that takes advantage of opportunities. And if you give them just a little bit, guess what? They will take advantage of it. So for me, when you look at the second half, what are they going to have to do? Well, again, there's no better time to say 44 and 44. Well, okay, in the second half, you start at zero and zero. You have to win series. You have to continuously win series. It's not about, well, I, I have to look ahead and see who we're... No. The only thing that should matter right now is this Marlins series. Then you go to New York and you play the Yankees. And then the Braves. And then the Nats. And as a player, the only thing that should matter right now is and are... The Marlins, take care of everything that is right in front of you, and things will play out. So as we sit here today before game one of the doubleheader, Philadelphia Phillies are five and a half games up on the Miami Marlins. They are 39-50. and They, as in the Marlins, have the second highest run differential in the division. Braves are two, or Braves are one, Marlins are two, the Mets are three. The Philadelphia Phillies are finally four. They've been pretty much last the entire time. And a a really good week got them to a minus nine run differential. Score a lot of runs, second most in in the division. But in total, they have given up the most runs, 411. That's right, 411. As we sit here today, 24 and 16 at home is a fantastic mark. I mean, that is taking care of business at home. So that's not the problem at all. It's the 20 and 28. Now going 5 and 2 on the road this last this last trip crept those numbers up. By the end of the season, the Philadelphia Phillies need to be near need to be near that 500 mark at on the road. That's it. And if you can get there, 
I, I, I think that changes everything. I think that changes everything. If you're a couple, like a game or two below below that, you know, if you're, you, what, 39 and 42 on the road, I think that's fine. I think that's fine. Does it solidify everything? No. But it, it puts you in a spot where you, you took care of business on the road. I think that the biggest thing for the Phillies to prove it in the second half is to prove each day that that's what they're worried about. Not what's ahead, not the past, but what is ahead of them and that day, right there. So today it's Sandy Alcantara, maybe a bullpen game from the Marlins. But take care, take, take care of game one. You take care of game one, let, let, let the chips fall how they may in game two. And to me, I look at this opportunity today as the prove-it game. You want to get off to a great start in the second half? Prove it. You want to have a great July that started out pretty good so far? Prove it. And if you are a player that, you know, wants to stay not have to have the the organization make any changes at the the trade deadline that could shake things up quite a bit. Prove it. Prove that you want to be here. Prove that you play every day to win. Prove every at-bat that you want to do everything possible for the Philadelphia Phillies to win. That doesn't mean home run. That doesn't mean doubles. That means being unselfish and getting a guy over, getting a guy in. You may be 0 for 1 with an RBI. You may be 0 for 1, but guess what? The next guy got the guy in, and that's like that's a hockey assist right there. Get it. But you need to prove it as a team to this fan base and, and, and to us, the broadcasters, that you want it. And that wanting it is to make the playoffs. I'm so excited. I think that... There's so many different ways this thing can go. I get that. But at 44 and 44, that's right. They're at 500, and they haven't played, I would say, three-quarters of the year playing great baseball. Well, maybe a quarter of it so far. They have played good to great baseball. A quarter of it. And they are 44 and 44. It's time to jump on the backs of JT. It's time to jump on the back of of Bryce and Reese all at the same time and just pitch enough and be adequate enough defensively. We know this team is not going to be different defensively. That's fine. We can can hammer on that all we want. Fine. That's, That's your prerogative. You have all that opportunity to do that. But how do you overcome that? Well, you can outslug it and you can outpitch it. Trust each other. Trust everything. This is this has the makings for a great second half. And it starts today. The next 21 of the next 30 are at Citizens Bank Park where the Phillies are 24 and 16 this year. That's a fantastic, fantastic record. And it could be even better. 21 of the next 30. Let's say you go 15 and 6 in that time. You know how good that is against the teams that you're going to face? Oh, they're all division foes. Even better. I love the fact that 
you know, everyone wants to question how they're going to set up the rotation and with the unknowns of Aaron Nola, you know, it's going to be interesting how it goes. But Zach Wheeler starting Sunday, giving him a little bit of extra break. Let's be honest here, guys. He's in unprecedented territory where he's at. Leading the league in innings pitched. Um, you know, the increase from last year in the 70s innings pitched. He's over 120 already. Ugh. Makes you worry, but at the same time, like, continue to go and, and do that. But where he started on Sunday lets him face the Marlins, the Braves, and the Nats. Three consecutive series for him. That is what you want and where you want your all-star ace to be is against those guys. So, as the prove-it second half starts today, game one, Sandy Alcantara, Matt Moore. Let's get on the let's get on board. All aboard. All aboard the prove it train. You guys in? Let me know. At Kevin Franzen on Twitter. Let's go, Phillies. Let's get to the playoffs and let the chips fall as they may. But the prove it tour, it starts today. I appreciate it. Any comments? leave them we'll have more player interviews hopefully coming up soon right here on the pine tar for breakfast podcast appreciate it peace kevin france where's out of here